there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Christopher Renstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about the upcoming solar eclipse in Scorpio, which will be taking place on October 25th. Now, eclipses are really quite significant in astrology. In fact, they even kind of carry a little bit of a nefarious reputation. They refer to the times of year when the lights in the sky go out. It's literally as if the light goes out in heaven. Uh, This is much more apparent with lunar eclipses, when you can actually see the shadow of the Earth uh, moving over the full moon so that it disappears from the nighttime sky. It's not as frequently observed with uh, solar eclipses. Um, Those happen to be a little bit more rare when you actually see the sun disappear from the uh, daytime sky because the moon has moved in front of it. But nevertheless, eclipses were seen as a time when Uh, Basically, the sun or the full moon disappeared from the sky in an unnatural way. We know that it's because in a solar eclipse, the moon moves in front of the sun, or in a lunar eclipse, the uh, earth comes between the sun and the moon and casts its shadow on the moon. But that those mechanics weren't really all that well known in ancient times. And so for older civilizations and cultures, it looked as if there was a dragon that was swallowing the sun or there was a dragon that was swallowing the moon. And so these periods of time were always connected to the unleashing of underworld forces uh, in which uh, day becomes night in the middle of day or night becomes just dark in the middle of night. And so the underworld has been sort of let out with all of its demons and forces and ne'er-do-well spirits to cause all kinds of crisis, chaos, and calamity. So when we're looking at something like an approaching solar eclipse in the zodiac sign of Scorpio, it's interesting to note that Scorpio itself is a zodiac sign that's associated with the underworld. One of its planetary rulers is Pluto, and Pluto famously was named after the Roman god of the dead, uh, the Roman god that uh, of the dead that ruled over the souls that had departed to the hereafter and also ruled over the riches that were buried beneath the earth, riches like gold and silver and precious metals, and of course, oil. So these were all the attributes of Pluto, discovered in the year 1930, which were then assigned to the zodiac sign of Scorpio. Before Pluto came along, Scorpio's reputation was pretty much defined by Mars, the other ruler of the zodiac sign of Scorpio. And so Mars, named after the Roman god of 
war was also seen as being very combative and very malicious and very sort of cruel. And this is where Scorpio has uh, acquired all those lovely attributes that have been assigned to it. Um, Scorpios also are known for being very sexual. Uh, they're being known for uh, uh, being connected with anything that's taboo, anything that we don't talk about. So not only, you know, at cocktail parties and things, if someone finds out that someone's a Scorpio, they're like, whoa, I better watch out for you, you know, because there can be this sort of like knife in the back, you know, quality to the Scorpio, the secret assassin or or the scorpion itself in, in an old story that uh, uh, crosses a brook or whatever on the back of a turtle and stings it for some sort of nonsensical suicidal reason. I forget exactly what it was. But anyway, it seemed to be sort of vindictive. Scorpio has over the centuries collected these kinds of um, uh, uh, self-sabotaging, not really self-sabotaging, but self-destructive, vengeful, vindictive, jealous, possessive, you know, traits that everyone, you know, if you meet a Scorpio at a cocktail party that I just mentioned, it's like, oh, wow, I'm ducking out of this. Okay, so Scorpios are either the sign that you avoid in a social situation or because of their uh, their reputation for sex and sexuality, they're the sign that you want to get to know better. Like you're a Scorpio? Oh, how fascinating. I'm into all these sorts of things. Okay, now what I find amusing about all this is no one has ever bothered to really ask the Scorpio what they think about these things. Um, I've read for many Scorpios who are indeed, um, you know, very, uh, uh, very sexual beings, but that doesn't mean that they sleep with anyone and anything under whatever circumstances. In fact, Scorpios have a tendency to take sex very seriously and very personally, and they see it almost as something that's kind of sacred. So that's what gives them a sort of erotic quality. But, um, you know, and, and, and Scorpios, again, uh, aren't exactly out plotting vengeance or slipping capsules of poison into people's goblets or, you know, looking for the time when they can pounce on someone uh, or, or, or leading someone astray through some sort of psychological or even psychic manipulation. Okay, again, all of these are the kind of barnacles that have attached themselves to the zodiac sign of Scorpio over the years. But what it does show, and I think Scorpios actually would sort of enjoy this, is a very deep respect and reverence for the sign. Uh, people don't take Scorpios lightly. Um, and so there's kind of a built-in, well, you better respect a Scorpio because you don't want to be on the wrong side of a Scorpio. And I would imagine more Scorpios than not sort of enjoy having that reputation. They might not have done anything to earn it, but they certainly do enjoy having that kind of reputation. Now, do Scorpios have a tendency to go overboard when it comes to uh, their anger or getting back at someone? All zodiac signs uh, that are connected to Mars in some sort of way uh, in planetary dignity are going to have issues with anger. I mean, we're going to expect anger and passion to show up in the zodiac signs of Aries and and Scorpio, which are the two signs that are moved uh, that are ruled by Mars. But you're also going to show anger show up in the zodiac sign of Capricorn, uh, the sign of Mars's exaltation, and you're also going to see anger issues show up in the zodiac sign of cancer 
which is the sign of Mars's fall. Um, and whether someone can work with their anger or accept their anger or manage their anger or even express their anger, these are going to be challenging issues for these uh, uh, for these signs um, or or things that they can actually do quite easily. Uh, so. So anger is kind of woven into the tapestry or the fabric of, of Scorpio. Now, Scorpio, we have to remember, is a water sign. Okay, so memory, imagination, um, and the unconscious and habits are going to prefigure very powerfully in the sign. Memory, uh, unconscious habits, um, and imagination uh, figure prominently in all three water signs, and those signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. All water signs are going to be very compassionate, very empathetic, very sympathetic, um, very supportive, um, and very receptive to what another person is feeling. Uh, water signs have the tendency uh, to be receptive to what other people are feeling, even when people aren't aware that they're feeling them. Uh, that's why uh, water signs have a tendency to be drawn to disconnected or disassociative types. And that's a whole story in and of itself, where they end up feeling the feeling for the person. And uh, But anyway, uh, the water signs are by their nature very compassionate, very deeply feeling, and very sensitive. And because it's the nature of water to evaporate, to 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 go into the sky and to uh, gather as clouds and return down as water as well, or it's the nature of water to flow or to stream or to flood. Okay, water changes its shape. Uh, there's that famous Bruce Lee quote about the power and the force of water. Be like water. Change your shape according to uh, the difficult or oppressive circumstances that you may be facing. Not giving into it, but to work with it to merge on the other side, uh, probably victorious uh, in some sort of way, because you have an ability to sort of maybe camouflage or to go with what's going on. You're not going to do a huge on confrontation with something and be vanquished. So water signs have an ability to adapt, and they have an ability, a very strong ability to survive and to emerge on the other side of rough spots pretty much intact. And this, again, is done through the fluidity of water. Scorpio is not fluid. This is one of the things that it does that it does not have in common with the other water signs. Scorpio is a fixed sign. So when we think of fixed water, a lot of times I'll hear uh, students say, well, fixed water is water runs deep, or is it ice? Or, you know, fixed water, actually, the, the phrase should really be hard water. There's a hard quality to the Scorpios, which uh, comes because of their mode, which is to be fixed. Remember that fixed signs say no before they say yes. Um, so, so, so Scorpio is a fixed sign, but it's also a sign that's ruled by Mars and it's ruled by Pluto. So with Mars, uh, there is going to be, like with Aries, which is the other Mars-ruled sign, there is going to be a, a revulsion towards weakness. Um, they don't Scorpios don't like weakness. And and where an Aries can have a tendency to be like, I don't like weakness in another person, or I don't like minors, I want winners, you know, this sort of a thing. Where Scorpios can have this about weakness is with themselves. Okay. It's 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 they they can't be in a water sign, they can't help loving fully. They can't help loving deeply. They can't help wanting. They can't help 
um, longing for things, qualities that all water signs are familiar with. But it's with Scorpio because of the Mars rulership that they resent it. They don't like being made to feel that way. Uh, so on one hand, what can be rather ironic is that Scorpios can become obsessed with someone, you know, that they want that person to love them, that they want to be with that person. Sometimes, in some cases, they want to have that person. Um, but, uh, uh, but there is also that same, at the same time, there's a resentment. There's a resentment, not at the person, but being made to feel that way. They, 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 resent feeling that longing. They resent feeling that need. They resent feeling that incompleteness. And so that can also come out in, in the Scorpio personality. And of course, Pluto was always obsessed with things it can't have. Okay, that's named after the uh, Roman god of the underworld, uh, who really only comes up once uh, to, to really retrieve and fetch his wife, um, because uh, the part of the story that they don't tell you about uh, Hades and, and Persephone or Pluto and Persephone is that uh, Persephone had already been given away to Pluto in marriage by uh, Pluto's brother Zeus. So as far as Pluto was concerned, he was coming up and retrieving a wife that had already been uh, wedded to him. So he was coming up and really sort of acquiring his property. Uh, so, so that when I learned that, that gave a sort of interesting take on that story. Uh, but, but that sort of acquisition or that wanting to have what belongs to me uh, with kind of like the force of my life depending on this can be very Plutonian. And thus it also translates itself to Scorpio. So we are in Scorpio season, we are experiencing, we are going to experience a solar eclipse in the zodiac sign of Scorpio. What does this mean for all of us who aren't Scorpios? Well, what it means for all of us who aren't Scorpios is that we're going to get a very strong uh, dash uh, of, of what it's like, a strong flash of what it's like, or a wave of what it's like to live life as a Scorpio. Okay, Scorpios are very comfortable, okay, um, with the underside of themselves. Scorpios happen to be very comfortable with their own personal underworlds, okay? Um, they're, they're very comfortable in the dark. They're very comfortable with all of those things that are being rendered taboo or, or not attractive by um, other, uh, other sections of society or other, other, uh, other neighborhoods of the Zodiac, other signs of the Zodiac. Pluto is very comfortable with all of those things. It has, you know, if, if you say, uh, or Scorpio is very comfortable with all of those things. If you say to a Scorpio, oh, you can be a little obsessive. They're like, yeah, and, you know, or if you say to a Scorpio, like, jealous maybe a little, they're like, yeah, and so what? You aren't, you know, so, so Scorpio's really are comfortable with all of these qualities that other people maybe are trying to distance themselves from or 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 don't think that they're like or i would never say that or i would never feel that way or or you know all those sort of attributes of one's own behavior that one is doesn't want to be around or doesn't like having 
they they disassociate and they do what Sigmund Freud famously coined project. Okay. Now projection, according to Sigmund Freud, is the mental process by which people attribute to others what is in their own minds. Okay. So, you know, um, if I'm feeling a certain way and, uh, and I don't like it, I might decide I don't like this. So Jonathan over there is feeling this or or Mindy or or Clarabelle. Okay, so so you're you're you know I I'm having these feelings but I'm not going to own them so I'm going to project them onto you. Now, over a period of time, projection took on a sort of darker tone where it was really more understood that people were projecting darker qualities of themselves onto other people. I'm not jealous. You're the one who gets jealous. I'm not angry. You're the one who gets angry. I can't believe you're being irrational again. I am the epitome of rationality. And here you are getting all kinds of irrational. Okay, now these sorts of things make Scorpios chuckle because they have a sense, okay, they can smell the hypocrisy <laughs> in the air. They, 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 they can sense a lie or a secret when a lie is being told or a secret is being withheld. Um, you never want to lie to a Scorpio. You never want to withhold a secret from a Scorpio because they will go after it like, uh, bloodhounds after a runaway convict. I mean, they will bay through the night and they will run like the hounds of hell after it until they've trampled it down. So Scorpios know that if they're moved to do so, they can go and very quickly find the secret. They can very quickly uh, expose the lie. And they could, if they would, if they're you know, feeling like this person's annoying. They've got no uh, problem with humiliating someone else. Okay, so so if that's what it takes to make the person own up to the part of themselves that they're tr that they are uh, uh, disconnecting from and projecting onto other people, Scorpios love to catch someone in their projection. So what's going on with the solar eclipse in Scorpio? Is first of all we're going to feel this kind of like plunge into the underworld. So all of those anxieties, all of those fears, all of those parts of ourselves that we want to keep hidden away or whatever in, in, in a closet, kind of imagine a closet here in which you've packed away all of your sports equipment and things over the years. And so the closet can barely, the closet door can barely stay closed. All of those things are going to come bursting out um, in with this solar eclipse in Scorpio. So, but it's going to be it's not going to be so exotic as like my secrets or my private neuroses or things like that. It's really going to be the projection projections of people on a whole. So people accusing other people of um, you're responsible for this, or the reason the world is like this is because of what you do. You know, there's going to be a lot of what's an easy way of putting this finger pointing. There's going to be a lot of finger pointing that goes on here with this solar eclipse in Scorpio on, on October 25th when the closet door comes bursting open and all of those things that have been piled up into it come spilling on out. And so with this finger pointing is going to come a lot of, um, you know, I'm above this and I'm fixed in my opinions and I will not be moved. And, you know, things that are familiar to us, we've been sort of living with this for a while, 
all, but they really come spilling out with the solar eclipse in Scorpio. And so there's going to be a lot of lights out, okay? And lights out in terms of like people being uh, being able to find their way or to see their way. Uh, lights out, that when lights are out, uh, all these sort of criminal aspects of ourselves can come forth, you know, and I'm using criminal metaphorically and not literally, but, you know, th- th- deeds done at night can be done. And, and this all comes spilling forth. Now, that doesn't mean that the whole world goes to hell in a handbasket. It just means that if you take a moment and ask yourself, I wonder what that person's projecting, it's going to become very revelatory very quickly. And there will be great force and conviction in I'm not like this, but you are. So, is this a kind of Nero moment where Scorpios just sort of fiddle as Rome burns and laughs and chuckles and say, you know, says that, you know, now everyone knows what my life is like? No, not at all. This is actually an extraordinary moment when Scorpios will probably be stepping up to the plate. Um, this is probably an extraordinary moment when those Scorpio aspects in your chart, if you happen to have planets in Scorpio, come stepping up to the plate. Because what Scorpio knows how to do really well is live in an emotional crisis, all right? Uh, There's already a sort of crisis code that's embedded into the Mars-ruled signs, but for Scorpio being a water sign, its ability to live in a crisis, to be there for someone in a crisis is really quite powerful, and it's really quite acute. This is something that Scorpios often do in their lives. Uh, Scorpios are used to being projected upon, People project on Scorpios all the time, okay? Uh, Scorpios are used to the person who's like, I have these sexual feelings and I don't know what to do with them. And somehow I feel like you know what it's like, so can I tell you all about them? Scorpios would be like, yes, you can. You know, Scorpios know I have these desires and compulsions that I don't feel are like acceptable and understandable. Can I tell you all about them? You seem to understand what that's like. And Scorpio's like, yes, yes, I do. And yes, if you want to share and divulge, I will listen. And and sometimes Scorpios even find themselves involved in love affairs that they know that they shouldn't have gotten involved in, financial transactions that they shouldn't have gotten near near to, or they might even find themselves in confessional moments in which the person is relying upon them. You know, someone who usually has nothing to do with them at all in their life is suddenly relying upon them and confiding all these things. These are things that Scorpios have done for years, and Scorpios really, really know how to do. And I said, sometimes they fall prey to that and they kind of like get involved in the drama of it, um, knowing full well that um, at some point the drama will come to an end and they'll probably be on the wrong side of that. Uh, But nevertheless, there is um, a pride that Scorpios take in living in the underworld. It reminds me of uh, Milton's Paradise Lost, where Lucifer says to God, you know, when when, when God says, basically, uh, you know, you are my most beloved angel, you know, why did you rebel against me? Why, why will you not, you know, join me in, in the, in the heavenly host? And, and Lucifer, you know, who has all of these uh, complaints against God, uh, this is Milton's Paradise 
paradise lost, not the Bible, but uh, uh, Lucifer who has all these complaints about God and the hypocrisy of God or the cost that it takes to join this elite group called the heavenly host, says to God at the end of the rebellion where he has been defeated, it is better, it is better to reign in hell than it is to serve in heaven. So Scorpios are famous for this infernal pride. You know, it's better to go down with the ship or the wreck that's taking place in my life than to bend the knee, you know, to what is supposed to be this altruistic, you know, way of life and living, which ignores its own clay feet. Scorpio is very aware of golden idols having clay feet and even goes peering, looking around from them for them under the tunics and, and, and gowns and things like this. So Scorpio knows what that's like. Scorpio knows that it doesn't always make the best choices, and Scorpio knows that it's going to pay a price for that choice. But better to reign in hell than it is to serve in heaven. Okay, this is the great credo of, of, of this is the great call of triumph uh, to Scorpios. So while we're all sort of going through this time where all this crazy stuff is happening where the denizens of the underworld have been unleashed, you know, and I'm not talking about a zombie apocalypse or anything like that. What I'm talking about is, you know, really people's darker sides and darker impulses and darker nature are given free reign on the playground, you know, and there's no proper yard duty that's around to reprimand or, or anything along those lines. And it's the Scorpios who will make us remember the dark time that we've just been shepherded true. Scorpios, again, know this from experience, you know, by having had that love affair they said they weren't going to have, or having gotten involved in transactions that they said they were never going to go near, or have having gotten involved in someone's life uh, that they knew was not a good idea, based on the fact that this person was going through such a difficult time. Well, what happens to people when they get on the other side of difficult times? They want nothing to do with the people that they went through the difficult time with, okay? What happens to people who are used to living in the sunlight? What are what happens to people who are used to being fortunate? What happens to people who are used to being part of, you know, the, the lit crowd um, is that when they get to the other side of that downward spiral into hell, and that downward spiral into failure or into crisis or into heartbreak. Well, as soon as they find the new relationship, the better job or life rights itself, they want nothing to do with what had gone on before. Okay. And so this is where Scorpions are often hurt because they're often ignored where they were the go-to person that uh, the person going through crisis needed, like a, like a life preserver to get through the choppy and stormy waters. Now they are perfectly ignored or the person crosses the street when they see them or the person like doesn't catch the glance and wants nothing to do with them. And so Scorpios are kind of treated like the great morning after, you know, there's this morning after effect where, you know, last night it was okay for all of this, but now in the dawning rays of the new morning, they are completely ignored and rejected. And Scorpios, even though angry at that, and they do at times get angry about it, also understand that that's what happens. And that's kind of what happens if they let themselves be had in that way. 
But Scorpios are the sign that will stand with us in the crisis. Scorpios are the sign that won't leave us in the middle of a crisis. Um, they, they know what that's like, and they have the strength and the fortitude and the very special infernal courage to not just face the demons and cast them out, but to work with the demons and ask the demons what they want. You know, what is it that you're demanding of my life? What is it that you want expressed? What is it that you want to see the light of day? Or, or what is it that you're choosing? It's best not to see the light of day, but nevertheless needs to be revered or respected. It's like the Furies at the end of the uh, Eumenides, uh, which is in the Oristia. You know, you they, they are transformed from being bloodthirsty, vengeful um, uh, uh, spirits into guardian spirits of Athens. You know, how, how do we transmute these darker aspects of ourselves into something that is more uh, guardian and more looking out after um, rather than something that is predatory and wanting to destroy? We are at a time in which a lot of what's buried under the surface is coming out. And it's not only that it's coming out, a lot of what's buried under the surface is coming out and given full reign, given license. It's it's okay to act that way. It's okay to express these feelings. It's okay to champion it in some way, but it's being done without that Scorpio understanding of compassion and that Scorpio understanding of sensitivity. Remember, Scorpio is a water sign. You know, it it understands feelings, but it also and and it can understand feelings of I get to express and be angry or whatever, but it also understands that those feelings have to do the full course. They can't just stop at being destructive. Those feelings like water has to go back to its function of nourishing life and of nurturing life and of holding bathing life. Okay, so so this is also understood very much by, by Scorpio. And it's something that we are going to understand as we move through this solar eclipse, which will really have rain for at least six months. Okay. Um, the other lesson that we can learn from uh, Scorpios during this period of time, uh, something that Scorpios have learned in the trenches where they have battled things out in their lives, um, there's an amazing moment when Scorpios go from the person who's being confided in or the person um, who's being maybe even used um, uh, uh, emotionally or, or, or even perhaps sexually, you know, the keeper of the secret, the keeper of the dark truth, um, and, and, and where the Scorpio has sort of taken on that role of having to take it. You know, we often talk about Taurus having to take it because it has a thin skin. It has a thick, excuse me, it has a thick skin. Scorpios are expected to take it because people can sense in them an emotional thick skin, you know, that there's a toughness which is projected by the Mars. But there's a moment where Scorpio says, you know what? This is your crap and you own it. You, you take it back. There's a moment in Scorpio's lives, and, and there can be extraordinary moments where the Scorpio throws off the projection and says, you know what? Um, I can understand that you're dealing with feelings you don't feel comfortable with. I understand that you're you know, battling with dark impulses and things like that. But you know what? 
it's not for me to hold that for you. It's for you to hold it for yourself. Okay. And that's where we have the the second battle cry of Scorpio. The first one is it's better to rule and it's better to reign in hell than it is to serve in uh, heaven. Then the second battle cry for Scorpio is own your own caca. Yes, that is the second battle cry of Scorpio. Own your own caca. Uh, And so it's basically Scorpio saying, take back this projection and own it. Take back this projection and and get a grip. Take back these awful, heinous things that you do to people or that you say about people or that you can feel have no consequence and own it and own it because they do carry a consequence. They, you know, just because you're in pain doesn't give you license to inflict pain on other people. Just because you felt rejected doesn't give you license to go and be rejecting. Just because you feel, you know, oppressed and not listened to doesn't mean that you get to be a bully. You know, Scorpio is at, at the very essence of its sign, one of the three signs of justice in, in, in astrology. It's Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. And Scorpio is, at the end of the day, a sign of justice. And it wants to ensure that those who have been harmed and those who have been hurt receive some kind of justice. But also, it's a sign that demands, it's a sign that demands you own your own darkness and stop projecting it onto other people and saying it's other people's fault. Own your own darkness and get a grip. And that perhaps is one of the greatest uh, lessons that we can learn from this upcoming solar eclipse in Scorpio. Are you looking for personalized guidance? Do you have questions about what you're meant to do and be in this lifetime? what you need in intimate relationships to really thrive, or what major themes you'll be working with in the months to come? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to check out our personalized character and destiny and year ahead reports. These reports are perfect for you if you want professional insight into your astrology chart or year ahead. Written by internationally renowned astrologer, Adrian Ross Duncan. Your character and destiny report provides deep insight into who you are and what you came here to do, your biggest strengths and challenges, and how your astrological design impacts your career and relationships. The Essential Year Ahead Report gives you insights into the major themes you'll be exploring in your career, your love life, personal development, and much more. For only $37, you can get your personalized astrology report delivered straight to your inbox within minutes. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash reports to get yours today. That's astrologyhub.com slash reports. Hi there. I'm Amy Escobar, a producer of the Horoscope Highlight Show with Christopher Renstrom. Thanks for tuning in to the Astrology Hub Podcast Network. If you love the show, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, review, and share it. And if you don't know how to do that, here's how you can leave a review in Apple Podcasts on iPhone. Make sure you're on the landing page for the Astrology Hub podcast and not an individual episode. Scroll down to the bottom until you reach ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under tap to rate to leave a rating. And under the most recent review, tap the write a review button. And if you're on another device, just find out how to leave a review on whatever podcast player you use. Then 
share what you love about the show or how it helps you navigate your life. We'd love to hear your stories. And by doing this, you make it possible to make shows like Horoscope Highlights happen every week. Thank you again for tuning in, for being a part of our community, and for making astrology a part of your life.